So are there any uh, questions around topic of death and dying, of what we have talked about? Maybe you had some expectations around a certain question you have when you signed up and I didn't talk about it, something like that. Maybe you want to add something. Yes. I have a question, not a question, but for me, is a dying process could be very beautiful, but what's, what I'm struggling with is the attachment uh, before, I mean, attachment to the loved one, mm. to, I mean, even the body mm. and everything around, mm. try to uh, release this attachment, then mm. for me, I think it would be... That's what I'm thinking of. Then it mm. would be uh, easier to for the dying process. That's right. So in general, attachment—the word attachment—has a bit of a kind of negative con connotation in the Buddhist teachings. But actually, you know, in Western psychology, that word attachment has a very different connotation. Healthy attachment. So, we are social beings. For a healthy development of a child, there needs to be healthy attachment. So, a sense of being held securely and safely. So, just to say that, yeah? so because when we hear the word attachment in the Buddhist context, there might be like, oh, that's the problem, you know, I have to overcome, I have to let go of my attachment. That sentence could be also coming from a sense of not trusting anyone and, any, and not wanting to genuinely connect with others, because it's attachment, and I want to overcome my attachment. Yeah. Fear of staying close, yes, yes. So that's definitely not the direction, yeah? the fear of staying close or one possible intention in, in that question could be, I'm not saying it is in this case, could be, I, I, under, I, I, I see in myself or maybe I've, at least I have read it in books, in Buddhist books that if I can let go of my attachment, then I'm not going to feel pain. Then I'm not, I'm not going to feel the nasty human feelings, like fear and grief and loneliness. And because yeah. people disappear. Yes, yes. So, so that's the, 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 I mean, grasping, let's call it grasping. Grasping arises from that dualistic distortion, from that confusion that there is something here which is separate from the other. And that other, so there's something here which is separate, that something here is real, and that other which I, which I grasp to, it's, also, it's there and it's real. And there's a distance between the two, there's separation between the two. Uh, and that through reflecting on no self, reflecting on the teachings on emptiness, meditating, starting to have an experience of the insubstantiality uh, in this moment, is supposed to relax that grasping. Honestly, I'm not sure if uh, 
person you would call awake. I don't know if that person would um, would not feel grief anymore. What do you think? And would would you want that? <laughs> That wouldn't be a human experience anymore. And I'm not sure if that is the... I mean, it definitely it's it's a part of the vision in the Theravada, in the Hinayana. Yeah? Self-liberation, liberation from suffering, like hanging, transcending human experience and not feeling anything anymore because there's no, there's no I and nothing happens. So that's definitely not the vision in the Mahayana tradition. Maybe I would rather ask, um, instead of asking how to how to let go of attachment, maybe at least it is more realistic for me now in my life to rather ask, how can I relax the grasping, reduce it? like. Also exploring what is wholesome attachment. Wholesome attachment which then also allows space for wholesome grief. And, and that kind of grief is is an expression of our of of our of our love to that person. So so Obviously, there is a kind of too overwhelming grief. But I imagine if it's possible for us to be a container for the human experience, which includes grief, then maybe we can, I mean, enjoy grief is maybe too much. But uh, sometimes... I guess you no. Know, sometimes grief is beautiful because it's moving, it's warm. You know, it's, tears come, and it's like, it's it's like a. It can be even like physically a bit of a, let's say, pleasant process, a celebration, a song, which talks, which thinks about the beauty of the relationship and honors the relationship. Probably the the most painful grief is the one which is not expressed, the one which is not felt, the one uh, which which has no space. Maybe that, that kind of bonding, let's say, attachment, bonding, the, uh, the bonding to people, the most precious, yeah, the most precious of, that's the most precious in, human, in the human ex- experience, the bonding to other people. But maybe it's possible through relaxing the grasping to a solid me, to a solid I, and relaxing the grasping of the sense of separation so that that bond is free. It's acknowledged. So, because yes, on one sense, for me, it would be now easy, what? It is accessible for me to 
just sit quietly with you and experience that there's no boundary between us. What is looking through your eyes is the same which is looking through this eyes. What is also true to say is we are separate also and I can see you and you can see me. And that witnessing of each other, that which is witnessing is not separate, but in order for something to be witnessed, then there needs you know in order for witnessing to happen, there needs to be something to be witnessed. Something like that. This was just you know <laughs> just a spontaneous reflection on on that question. Not coming to any kind of conclusion. No. Yeah. It's more, <laughs> it's more it's asking open. questions actually. Yeah. Yeah. But more open up. Yeah. That's what I, I, mm. I'm working on. Maybe it's sometimes difficult with words to to get more love space. Yeah. More space. Yes. Yeah. Uh, connected with fear and everything. Yeah. Get rid of that. Be more open. Yes. If you open up, be more vulnerable. That's I don't want to close. It's more to be open. Yes, and I think. Uh, to like to to open up in that way that which seems to sabotage that openness needs to be felt and needs to be met, met with the loving witness so i like to think about these saboteurs here i call them that which sabotage that openness I like to look at it as immature parts of myself, which are there for a reason. Like if I, if my openness to you closes because maybe something in your energy reminds me of something which happened to me and back then I needed to protect. Yeah. That was the most reasonable thing to do. The, the, my system didn't have any other option than protecting. So, and that, that part of me would be present now and would prevent me to open to you because you are not my mother. <laughs> yeah. So instead of being available to you as you, that part in me makes it difficult for me to see you and feel connected with you. And that part, that part in me, of course, as, as everyone who is contracted and fearful, doesn't trust. I mean, what that part needs uh, is loving awareness or maybe... I mean, one can specify it a little, and different parts maybe need different things, but like that's the like the main direction. If you go deeper then, and you go into the teachings on no self, so then you start to see that all these protectors within my system, the different parts of me, who close, who protect this this which is called Stefan, they came into existence because there was a belief that there is something here which needs to be protected. So that would be 
reflecting and meditating and investigating into the identification with the narrative self and, and, and so when that relaxes if you kind of heal let's say heal a fearful part you can keep it vulnerable open because you have an experience that he is there's actually nothing here you know every every kind of everything which i would interpret uh, coming from you which would be like a criticism or something in your eyes where i feel or you know, something like that would just go through because it, it has been seen that there's nothing nothing there there's no center there which yeah. Yes. I just wanted to add uh, that uh, I think the difference between us feeling grief and uh, Buddhists feeling grief are basically also the intention. Like when they are mm. feeling grief, it's it's like one hundred percent open with vulnerable feeling that they don't really have any fear in it. Mm. And what they're really grieving about is out out of compassion with sadness mm. because normally when, mm. when people have compassion the sadness will come along so it's like friends walking beside along each other but when i for example when i feel grave when i say i don't want any attachment it's mostly out of fear mm -hmm. that i'm a, mm. a, afraid of getting close or mm. building connections because i don't want to get hurt or if someone is uh, someone who i love the most passed away i'm sad because mostly I don't want to be left alone. So mm. that is most mm. uh, emotions where it comes from out of me mm. because I'm not Bodhisattvas. Mm. But I also agree emotions are very important. Even Bodhisattvas mm. have the emotions. Mm. It's just, it's come out of from the different place. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah, there is this story of the always crying Bodhisattva. Mm. Yeah. Or, you know, that's also the story around Shenrezig. Mm. Uh, I, I think Tara was born from a tear of Shenrezig. Yeah. And in this kind of explosion into 1,000 arms and all these heads uh, is expressed as that incredible moment of grief uh, as a response to the suffering. Just these 1,000 arms. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good uh, question to feel uh, feel into. So, if we imagine uh, uh, like a an advanced bodhisattva, would would that would that person still grieve and how and yeah and your input about the intention? I mean, sometimes it wouldn't be the most kind thing in a situation like in a family to not have any feelings when someone dies that would wouldn't be participating in the experience like we are so that's a, a bit what on, what she says yeah, it's it's yeah yeah that's yeah. like uh, you know, so where they to become aware in our emotional responses to to become aware of the of the self-grasping aspects in it not judging it, but just to become aware of that. 
I guess there's another big differences.、Mm. Like, what is that to us? They they experience the emotions and they have the, the emotions out of pure compassion,、mm. but they don't have the grasping. But like me, I will have the grasping. I think that's one of the biggest difference.、Mm. They、yes. don't try to hold on things. They let it go and come and goes, but they they still feel it.、Mm. But us, we just try to let it stop or going、mm. back or imagine the future. The the illusions. I think that's one of the biggest differences. Yes, and and that difference comes from their depth of the realization of emptiness. Yes.、Mm. Yes. Yeah. This is attachment and letting go of attachment. I just want to share. It made me think of my father's、uh, last three months in his life. He was、uh, diagnosed with cancer、mm. before. And it was very bad, so、um, he only had three months to live. And his response—he had to do like his crash course in letting go、mm. in only three months. Yeah. I was twenty-nine, and he、uh, first he was very scared, really,、mm. really afraid. And he went into the hospital, and he had oxygen to his nose, and、uh, but he was. Still feeling good.、Mm. He, the body was still still strong, so he read and he was like,、um, yeah, he lived like normal, but at the hospital, thinking、mm. he was teacher, and he continued to read books. And but then he started to, then he let that go, and then he started to phone everybody he knew. He phoned and he was on the phone. The whole day, and he he asked them, "Hello, yeah, it's、uh, me." And then, do we have anything? No, have you nothing? Oh, talk in Swedish. Is that? Do we have anything?、Oh. Do we have a conflict? Yeah, yeah. And he, <laughs> yeah. and he told really everyone. And I have a、uh, younger cousin. She was twenty-five at the moment, and she told me after that he phoned her as well, and she thought she was just a child in the family, and、yeah. but he. Even phoned the, the younger yeah, yeah. people, and she was so that he、mm. asked her, "Do we have any? Do are you angry with me? Did, did I do anything that I don't know about?" And、mm. then he was finished with that. That took him out, perhaps. Wow. And then, and he was still praying.、Mm. The last time we he came to、uh, came home. He wanted me just to drive him around in our village, look at everything at that time,、mm. and then the last month or three weeks, he was quiet. He didn't talk at all. He just what he did, but he just talked in English. And then, of course, he had pain, and he was a lot on inhibitors, so he、yeah. was kind of and but then. It was so. He was so clear. Fear, and then phoning、mm. everybody, checking,、mm. letting go,、yeah. seeing the the landscape one last time, and then just quiet. It's a beautiful story. Thank you.、Mm-hmm. It's like、uh, no. Instead of、uh, saying what we could do. It's much better to hear a story like that、mm. because,、uh, and that was also, you know, in the beginning I said, 
sometimes the way we die is like a is is also something we share with other people like you know you share now this story of your death uh, of the death of your father with us or and it's really like a teaching story yeah it's inspiring to hear that and i like your crash course in letting go because uh, that's what death often is or dying and sickness exactly that crash course so what we didn't manage to do in our buddhist retreats <laughs> we need to we need to kind of fast forward that yeah no choice did you understand the story or Ah. I wanted to ask you to give a, a short, yeah. short, short <laughs> okay. yeah. version. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the short version is that uh, Eva, Eva is your name, right? Eva. Eva, yeah. Yeah, Eva told the story about her father dying and um, how she how he entered this process with uh, with a lot of fear and then he used the time to investigate some books and some teachings and then then that period was over and then he uh, started to call everyone in his life asking the question is there something unresolved between us and he spent like a month with like connecting with everyone yeah? so that's uh, that was the story <laughs>